Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. on the way one incredibly serious one not the least bit serious um one around the horrifying murder from minneapolis and the question i was asking this morning and i think everybody in the country is asking and we might have an answer why is this guy not freaking been arrested i feel like if i killed somebody uh if i murdered somebody on the street in the middle of the day and a whole bunch of people had a videotape from every angle of me doing it i'd be in jail right now uh, why isn't this guy? Well, we have uh, somebody weighing in on that. Uh, also, why is today's date in 1998 one of the most remarkable days in Major League Baseball history? And it's one of my favorite days, and I remember it. State, May 29th. State. 98, you said? Uh, it was May 28th, so I got the day oh. wrong. But it was yesterday. Whatever. Fake news! Yesterday uh, <laughs> in 1998. I'll hit you with that right after this, though. Yeah, okay. This is the first. We got no baseball now. We've got a fond look back at the week that was. We oh, do that yeah. every Friday. Right. Yeah. Sorry. It's Cal Clips of the Week. 
being that bunched up in what looks like a kind of human stew. We're guided by data, not political pressure. We're guided, guided by the facts on the ground. Oh, yeah. oh, go in! Oh, my goodness! Oh, you made it! Shut your mouth, Chuck. Oh, Take a little of that medicine. Get your butt out of here. You know, all this stuff about Biden's hiding, well, you know, the fact of the matter is, it's working pretty well. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. That's why in a short period of time, it's only temporary. You can't social distance. Please wear the mask. Do it for your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa. That's known as a Staten Island goodbye. Dragon SpaceX, unfortunately, um, we are not going to launch today. You are go for 5.100 launch scrub. I feel constrained to observe that in my experience in New York, uh, paper ballots are extremely susceptible to fraud. I can show you experience which uh, would make your head spin. In Las Vegas, casinos will now be offering no-contact curbside delivery, which means you can drop off your money and then drive away without ever having to go inside to lose. I, I came here to to uh, bring sports, communicate like that, sports. I never talk politics with them. If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested. By the way, that clip of Joe Biden saying, Biden's hiding? Well, it seems to be working pretty good. I, I, and Joe Biden seems like a likable enough guy, but I just want to let you know, dude, if you end up winning, it's like when I outrun my kids. That doesn't mean I'm fast. All right? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Trump, by the polls, is the least popular president we've ever had, having never been above 50%. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So, you know, don't get all excited about yourself if you manage to win in November. Right? Crazy old coot. And you weren't running against Ronald Reagan or Barack Obama, is what I'm saying. Right. Trump's a tricky fella. Yeah. Uh, I still think... Beloved by some, Jack. Any looking at polls now is just... I mean, it's always silly. Yeah. In a normal year, five and a half months out, it's silly. Right. But with the current situation, it's just... It's absolutely crazy. Which polls? All of them. Okay. You know what I always say? If the election were held today, why, that would be unconstitutional. (laughs) Uh, before we get to the serious, uh, the baseball one, I remember this because I know we, I'm sure we talked about it. Uh, Buck Showalter, manager of the Diamondbacks, on uh, yesterday's date in 1998, intentionally walked Barry Bonds. Why was that notable? Because he got walked a lot. He walked him with the bases loaded, mm. which nobody had ever done before. And 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 it was and most people agreed it was the right move. Yeah, that's what makes it most remarkable. That was the smart thing to do. Right. Absolutely right. freaking incredible. I remember that year. I'm, I I can remember particular games, particular moments, that particular year, where it was just like, this is nuts. What was especially odd was it was tied in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and lose, but not as humiliatingly <laughs> as if Barry hit another home run. By the way, it's odd how big his head is. Of course, he, he was roided, roided out of his mind, but so were a lot of other people. Right. He's and the fans start to chant, Barry. Barry. The great John Miller there with the call. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's craziness. Do you, do you remember the score or anything at the time? No. It doesn't matter. Um, we like Trey Gowdy, former prosecutor. Was former in Congress, congressman. Yep. Was in Congress for a while, left. What is he doing now? Working for a law firm, making money. And finally making money for his family. I Fox think. News correspondent. Commentating. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Love he, Trey Gowdy. He weighs in on the why this cop hasn't been arrested yet. I can tell you, take the uniform off of that police officer. Just have a man with his knee on another man's neck. There'd already be an arrest. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't need to wait on the yeah. feds. This is a violation of Minnesota state law. This is murder. It's either murder one, two, or three under Minnesota law, but it's one of the three. So I'm happy that the feds are investigating civil rights violation, but you can take all the time you want for that. There's really no reason that this officer has not already been charged with either murder one, two, or three. Well, that's really interesting, and he was asked, why is it taking so long? I have no idea. I mean, I watched the video. I discussed it with Tim Scott, my friend on the way over here. And to see the officer's hand in his pocket, he's under no threat, no danger. There, there's no resistance. And, and you've got a guy literally the life sapping out of him. And, and you're, it is an inherently dangerous act. So it may not have been premeditated, okay? Take murder one off. But it's either murder two or murder three. And I can tell you in South Carolina, somebody would already be arrested. Well, I'm glad to hear that, because I was wondering, and I was thinking, there must be some extenuating circumstance I don't know, and if I bring this up, people are going to be, you don't know what you're talking about! No, why is that guy not in jail? Uh-huh. You murder somebody on video, everybody saw it, and they're saying at the time, you're killing him, you're killing him, he's saying, you're killing me, you're killing me, you kill him, how are you not in jail? Well, there's a video of it again, I wish they'd stop showing it, I get it, it was horrifying. Well, I, like Trey Gowdy, you have no idea why he has not been arrested. That's Well, that's why the police station got burned down last night. That's a legitimate gripe. I might have been in the streets yesterday. Mm-hmm. What is going on here? Right. I mean, I'm not, I, you know, all the the, 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 there's been so many of these that are close calls, and he resisted, and they're different angles. And all this. this one seems pretty clear cut. Yeah, I was bothered by some, some civil rights activists, in quotes, um, on some of the cable news, that were drawing the line from uh, Trayvon Martin to Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, to uh, the case of the woman who was shot in Louisville in her own apartment, to uh, to this case, and acting as if they're all the same. They are not all the same. And in fact, I think that weakens your argument in this case. You have a pure argument here. You have an undeniable, everybody agrees this was insane and a murder case. Let's just focus on this one and institute reforms as necessary. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I expect they, that the one dude at least will be arrested very, very soon. And the other guys absolutely should be drummed off the force. You just walk around and ignore that as it's happening. You're just you're not cut out to be a cop. That's something. Um... Or, or and, and listen, this is not an excuse. It's just an explanation. Or this guy, oh, that's right. And we have a breaking news about the, uh, the officer. Chauvet, is that his name? Um, yeah, some, I believe that's something right. like that. Um, maybe he is such a psychopath. The other guys are afraid of him. Again, that's not an excuse. It's an explanation. Uh, but I can't imagine any other reason for not saying, hey, dude, you got to get off his neck. All right. Um, nobody said that. Not even once. It's astonishing to me. But anyway, the breaking news, breaking news on uh, Officer Chauvet. Who is this uh, on this tape, Sean? Uh, I believe it is the vice president of the Minneapolis City Council. Okay. You know, I think it's really interesting that right across the street is a restaurant called 
El Nuevo Rodeo. George Floyd worked at that restaurant. So did Officer Chauvin. They were both bouncers at that restaurant for 17 years. So Officer Chauvin, he knew George. They were co-workers for a very long time. Wait a second. Holy so when, cow. When did this come out? Is this a new wrinkle? They worked together for 17 years? Both as tough guy bouncers. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this might be a, like a personal beef, mostly? Bouncers. And there could be a racial angle, uh, absolutely, but... A lot of bouncers like to fight. And, and like to have the upper hand. Yeah. What the heck? I did not see that coming. This is breaking news. That, that, that there's, She's got to be mistaken, right? Or this would be all over the TVs by now? When did this come out? Uh, I first started hearing that late last night. Well, well I tell you this. It's got to be mistaken or it would be everywhere. That it alters the brutal white cop, poor black victim narrative, though. Because it could just be if it was two, a personal v, two beef. tough guys, right? Who one of them really hates well, the other one, well, or they hate each other. I don't know what. But it's not just that you still don't get to murder him, you scumbag. And why are you in jail? Because the one guy was wearing blue and had a gun and cuffs. So it's not just that. I mean, it's still. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, good lord. Okay. Well, I suppose that needs to be verified. But that that woman's on the city council or something yeah. like that. Okay. Well, I suppose uh, that so, news will filter out. So was he a bouncer while he was a cop? I've never heard of that before. Um, I would think that. How about you call it working security? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, lots of off-duty cops. Sure. So I'll be damned. I'm I'm a little stunned by this. Well, I suppose uh, the facts will out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy kneeled on the other guy's neck until he was dead. Though I mean, he's a murderer. He's a murderer, and he's he's not been arrested for some reason. Yeah, I'll be darned. Anyway, oh boy! Uh, our text line is four. If you know, sometimes you know more than we do. In fact, probably most of the time. Four one five two nine five KFTC is the text line. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, so it looks like there's some confirmation here. How did this not become a bigger story already? Uh, this is from whatever this is, National News. Oh, at CNN, MSNBC. The former Minneapolis police officer seen in a video with his knee on George Floyd's neck. Um, knew George. They were co-workers for a very long time. So that seems to be confirmed. So, as Sean said, maybe that puts murder one back on the table. Yes. That he knew the guy for a long time. Absolutely. That he, for, he's, you know. Malice aforethought. Yeah. Wow, that, that, uh, that's Again, All the articles I've been seeing are simply referencing her quotes, though. Yeah, you're right. right that's not confirmation. Yeah. That's yeah. just um, repetition. Uh, which is the modern media. In the back, yeah, in the old days, you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have put that out there unless you confirmed it. Independently. Independently. Well, you might say, uh, so, uh, reports say, blah, blah, blah. But Wow, okay. Well, I guess I we'll from that. throw in a, you know, a positive on this. Yes, please. It's been a very dark show, especially for a Friday. It's in, not our fault, though. We can't that, be blamed. Um, at least we're having, you know, and when these ha- happen, whether you like the results of them or not, at least we have these national conversations about it. And people are talking about it everywhere and in the streets and towns all across America and stuff like that. You know how many c- countries... Where people regularly get killed by their government, 
and nobody says nothing, right? Because it's all of Mexico, Russia, China, practically every country in Africa, practically every country in South America. Somebody dies at the hands of police, you don't get involved in that. You don't say nothing. No, you're not going to get in a, in a, in a to be marching in the streets and disagreeing with people on the news and all those kind of the no. uncountable videos that I was scrolling through on my Twitter timeline last night. Those wouldn't exist if I lived in China. No, right. Or a right. lot of countries. Right. 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 Well, and it's probably worth pointing out that prior to cell phone videos, a lot of these things oh, that uh, they, you know, they got away with. Them. How horrifying. Bad cops is, got away with. Them. How horrifying is that to think about? Very. Very. Long history of it, man. And and listen, well, I don't know. I don't know how deep I want to get into this because it's so heavy. Um, I think a lot of your lefty university racial activist types will make everything worse. They have bizarre ideas, strange, damaging, racist in themselves. I mean, racism is universal. It's around the globe. Every color, every creed, every religion has prejudices against all the other ones. The idea that it's just white people in the United States is a repugnant and ignorant idea. Um, but having said that, yeah, there's a lot of work still to be done. And I don't think, uh, the, the, the lunatics of the racial left are doing anybody any good in advancing the discussion. You know, I think this is, this is a great moment to come together and, and, and talk openly and, and everybody try to understand what's happening. But I don't know. We do a podcast every day after we get off the air called One More Thing. Monday through Thursday, anyway. Very popular. Uh, actually, it is. It is. Yeah. I know. When I say things, it always sounds sarcastic. It always does. <laughs> it it always, always does. And I look right there. We there got this text. I've been listening to the show since I was 17. I'm 36. Oh, quit saying that, people. Yeah, I know you think you're being kind, but it's not. It's, it's mean-spirited. <laughs> it makes me feel bad about myself. Uh, I've been listening to the show since I was 17. I'm 36. Thank you, my friend. I've never laughed so hard as I did when I listened to the Swiss brothel. One more thing. <laughs> I have no memory of that whatsoever. Really? Yeah. The Swiss uh, the, the brothels want to reopen, and so they've submitted to their government their plan to keep everybody safe in the brothel. I do remember the topic, but there was hol- uh, hilarity ensued? Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, much. Much hilarity. Can you give me one the tidbit of uh, what we It's so hard about? to recreate I know, hilarity. Well, I, like, just it's... an angle. Well, I, it doesn't have to be funny now, just an angle. Well, I don't I, even remember no, the just, conversation. Just go listen to it. Armstrongandgetty.com. Go listen to my own podcast? Yeah, well, well, yes. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it for the other people. I'm not going to characterize the jokes <laughs> when people should just, you know, hear what was said. Just give it a click. Okay. Just one, one more thing. On Where do I find it? Armstrongandgetty.com. Mm, perfect. Jeez, money Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to start reading the memos. <laughs> Oh boy. Good news in the world of common sense is Connecticut policy allowing transgender athletes in sports has been found to violate a girls' and women's civil rights. By the Justice Department, I'm sure if a Democrat gets into uh, office in the bizarro, it's okay for boys to compete against girls if they declare that they're a girl, policies will probably be back. But the ruling says the policy is a violation of Title IX, federal civil rights law, which is horrible. It's, it's a, a bad law and terribly implemented. But anyway, uh, Education Department's office said in a 45-page letter that the policy could cost funding, federal funding uh, because it's denied female student-athletes athletic benefits and opportunities. Uh, 
uh, awards, medals, recognitions, higher competitions, visibility to colleges, and other benefits. And in short, it's ridiculous to let it boys compete against girls just because they call themselves girls. See, that would even been, if they've taken a few hormones. That would have been my argument because this is ridiculous. Signed, Jack. Known as the "Are you frigging kidding me?" ruling. Yeah, I know. And and we were, as we were discussing before, it's troubling the boys beating the girls, but. Anybody thinking that's okay is the really scary part. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. in the shower and then I got out of the shower and I walked across my bedroom to get my clothes and all of a sudden I heard my seven-year-old from my bed go hang on Bella and then Bella goes I think we need to hang up we might all be in trouble and I looked and my seven-year-old was zooming her friends from my bed and they Wow. I thought she was crying. Yeah, at the first, first I did too, yeah. I thought she was crying. She's laughing that she walked behind her daughter's Zoom for all her friends to see her naked. She many. Right, she's laughing hard. Do I write an apology note to the kids? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have all sorts of questions, but nah. that chick was cracking up. At what age is it inappropriate to walk in front of your opposite sex parent naked? Is there an established number for that? To walk in front of your parent? Or walk around your opposite sex parent naked. Is there a number for that? I realize you hippies and some of your <laughs> communes. <laughs> Breastfeed until you're until you can drive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at some point you're like I, I I've thought about in terms of the parent in front of the child, but the child or in front either of the way. Parent. I'd say until the kid is uncomfortable with it, I suppose. Well, who gets uncomfortable with it first? I just, uh, my wife yesterday said, Sam, you're too old to be walking in around naked. If that's fair here. enough. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, he is. He's, that's fair enough. He's quite tall. He looks like a, he looks like a high school kid. Oh. And it's like, you know, <laughs> okay. some naked high school man should not be walking in front of my wife. So you're ashamed of the human body? Is that it? You think it's dirty? <laughs> exactly what it is. Okay. Um, did you, so China had a vote yesterday. A resolution so they can a vote. I know it's funny. Please, a rubber stamp. It's it's a it's it's really interesting that all these countries go through the action of pretending it must work for some reason. But anyway, they had a vote uh, to to crack down on Beijing and crackheads or on Hong Kong. Why do I keep saying Beijing on Hong Kong and crackheads and do all sorts of despicable things? It's inevitable. That's one reason I'm not that worked up about it. Is it? It's inevitable. It's going to happen. Whether it happens. Today, next month, or when the official handover happens in 20 years. But it will happen. Yes. It's terrible. Man, I see these young kids, and and because they're Chinese, I guess they're so small, they really look like children. But, man, there's like 80-pound girls, arm-in-arm with 90-pound dudes, willing to get their heads cracked open Mm -hmm. for freedom. I mean, it's really something. Yep. It's really something. Well, I tell you what, every minute you can stave off oppression is a minute you might be able to turn the tide. So 
Yeah, Even though, yeah, it's it. inevitable they'll they'll have control of Hong Kong it. eventually. I get it. You, you hope that the oh, ground shifts inevitable. or enough countries come to your aid or something, some, anything. The the she dies of a heart attack and enough people are against them that you know who knows what could happen. Right. Uh, but so they had a vote. It was thousand eight hundred and seventy eight voted for the resolution with one dissent. I would imagine he now has his head separated from his body. I don't know what's going on. He's in a gulag somewhere. <laughs> Or do they have one person vote against it to try to pretend that that's an option? I'll bet that's what goes on. Boy, you talk about your ridiculous, I mean, putting a veil on a mule. Like you're talking about the the, the plausible deniability of, what are you talking about? Vladimir Putin legitimately won 98% of the vote. I mean, who's that for? I've always wondered that. 2,878 lawmakers. First of all, that's too many lawmakers, although they do have 1.4 billion people. Yes. Um, one dissent. I'll bet they allow one dissent just so it makes it seem like that's an option. There was a discussion. See, there's one person can, thought something else. You can vote against it. Six would seem like, no, there was opposition. One is just a, well, that's old Charlie. <laughs> Tell you what, he's as stubborn as a jackass, old Charlie. <laughs> He voted against the rest of us. But it's okay, because we're not communist dictators. We're communist uh, benefactors. Um, I uh, ate Kentucky Fried Chicken yesterday. Mm, mm, going back for more punishment. Oh, so good. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Sam, Sam was really craving, the one who walks around naked in front of my wife, was really craving... Um. Uh. The 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 chicken tender things, which are pretty good. That's the the oh, best yeah. thing they got going. Oh yeah. Actually, that new sandwich they're trying to get into Chick Fil A's shorts because well, they, they should. Get, they got this new chicken sandwich with a pickle on it that uh-huh. is pretty dang good. Mm. But uh, <laughs> there's no uh, no uh, copyright on a pickle. Anyway, anybody so can throw a pickle on a sandwich. I bring the food home for lunch, and Sam's eating his chicken tenders, and he said, "I'm starting to feel sick." So he only finished two of the five, but. Um, that, that happens a lot when you eat curry. But, but some, somebody <laughs> at the family brought up... Uh, this segment brought to you by not KFC. <laughs> somebody brought up something about KFC. And I, oh, where did the name come from, Sam King? Or something like that. Anyway, and I thought, oh, I'll Google it. There's some interesting information about KFC. I did not know it is the largest uh, restaurant franchise in the world. Did I did not, not know that. I, I assume that. it was McDaniel's. 22,000 locations of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And that's more than McD's? Um, I huh. guess so. Um, but old man Colonel Sanders started it when he was 65. Wow. He started the the KFC chain at age 65. Mm. He was running a pretty success. He'd done a whole bunch of different things. He was running a pretty successful chicken restaurant in Kentucky, which I'll bet was great. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing he was making some homemade chicken with his special recipe that was Freaking knock your socks off. I'll bet it was, yeah. You know, yeah. before they had to figure out a way to make it cheap enough to make Fresh franchise made sides and everything. And then he uh, decided people liked it, and he decided to you know open up some more stores, and then kind of the rest is history. But started at sixty five, and then and then sold it very soon thereafter when he was like seventy five. Within ten years, he sold it to somebody else, hmm. and it's been in the hands of different companies ever since. And sold it for two million dollars, although that would have been a lot of money back then. It's a lot of money now, sure. but it's a lot of money anytime. But it would have been a, a heck of a lot of money in in the early 60s when he sold it. But I just thought that was interesting. You kind of, you don't think you got the new big make your mark on history thing is coming your way when you're 65 years old. Not with that attitude, it's not. Exactly. I found it inspiring. You know, I've threatened Judy with uh, the idea of opening. You remember the, uh, I know you do, the Brookville Hotel? Oh, yeah. Right outside of Salina, Kansas. It was only open, what was it, Thursdays, Fridays? 
Saturdays or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. As far as I know, it still exists. It was in USA Today once because it's one of the oh, most yeah. popular restaurants in America. Just open a few days a week. You have one choice. Fried chicken. Mashed listen potatoes. to this menu, Sean. You don't have many choices. you got to listen closely. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, coleslaw. Cream corn. Cream corn. That right. was it. Yes, that's it. That's what everybody Only thing ate. on the menu. Give me double taters, hold the slaw, I'll take everything. And it's the best fried chicken I've ever had, the best cream corn I've ever had. Best the coleslaw best, I've ever the had. Be, the best everything you've ever had. Yeah. And it was just freaking awesome. Just open on the weekends, packed every weekend, every table. And you just, every every couple of weeks, couple of months, depending on the way you swing, you'd think, yeah, let's go to the Brookville. I don't know. Oh, I, so good. I don't know if you can franchise stuff like that. I just I don't know if the math works. I was just going to do something like it. I even have the location, big old timey farmhouse. In Perfect. my belly is the location. Oh, <laughs> get there. <laughs> Where were we? Ah, yes. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was interesting. You're just starting a brand new business venture at age sixty-five, and it, having it be the thing that everybody in the world knows you for. Mm-hmm. For decades after you've passed, yeah, like the, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. long oh, after yeah. you've died. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to over salivate so I can keep talking coherently <laughs> on the radio. It's that good. Anyway, so the uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the restrictions on the economy in your personal life uh, due to the Chinese bat fever are increasingly uh, impossible to explain, impossible to justify, capricious, arbitrary, stupid, damaging. I have some statistics. It's about will, science, Joe. Oh, my. Oh, now we have to fight. We're going to open up based on data and science and not politics. That is absolutely the meaningless phrase of the year. Congratulations. We'll blow it up in a moment. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I don't know what either one of these stories are, and we don't have time for them because Joe's got something, but I'll I'll, I'll look into them. I just got the headline. Pelosi says Zuckerberg comments are a disgrace. Okay, I want to look into that. I find that really interesting. The Speaker of the House said Zuckerberg's comments are a disgrace. Ted Cruz calls for a criminal investigation into Twitter. I want to look into that story. What a the criminal what? investigation? Okay, both those stories ah, are interesting to me. Oh I think they're both politicians probably throwing around, you know, hyperbole about something. But little grandstanding. Yeah. So, as you know, we have been discussing and trying to get a grip on the uh, increasingly indefensible, arbitrary, capricious, ridiculous uh, restrictions on people's uh, activities and the crushing of business to prevent uh, uh, Chinese bat fever deaths. The complete abandonment of the we have to flatten the curve to keep the hospitals from being overwhelmed philosophy. And now it's just we got to save every life we possibly can, no matter what it costs. If we have to spend 5,000 lives to save five, we're going to do it. I mean, it's become increasingly bizarre. And I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. There are a number of things. Number one, once you give somebody power and authority, they do not want to relinquish it. Number two. Your county health officials who are running rough shot, according to Lon He Chen, and the podcast is worth listening to. It's at, at armstrongandgetty.com. Um, they have only one priority. They will throw away everything, every bit of economic activity, uh, you know, the, the, the life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness to save one life because they don't want to be blamed for it from the bat fever. They'll go ahead and have 500 suicides if they can prevent one bat fever death. That's obviously true. 
But I'm looking at some of these stats in uh, Cal Unicornia in particular. Start with L.A. County, which is, uh, had, had the worst of it. In the last two weeks, 536 COVID-19 deaths. Now, we know that people who die with it are being counted as dying from it, so I have a feeling it's inflated. But that's 5.2 per 100,000 in population, as the population of L.A. County is uh, going on. Well, it's over 10 million people. It's the most populous county in the, in the country. Uh, anyway, so they've had five, almost exactly five deaths per 100,000. I would point out that it would take 20 weeks at that rate for 100 out of those 100,000 people to die. It would take 200 weeks for 1,000 people to die. It would take 2,000 weeks for 10,000 of those people to die. And if you're truly a, a strange person, it would take you know years and years and years and years and years for all of those people to die, um, which is not going to happen anyway. And so uh, L.A. remains uh, substantially locked down, and Mayor Garcetti is, uh, is, is one of those um, public health officials who has only one popular, or I'm sorry, one priority and is killing everything else as, to serve it. As a guy who's never had a real job. Right, right. He's an academic life. and politician. Uh, and then you have the governor of California, uh, Gavin Mussolini, who uh, works in Sacramento County, where the capital is, obviously, population of Sac County is uh, going on 1.6 million people. Um, and the statistics for, whoop, wrong click, um, for Sac County are truly astounding when you consider the level of crackdown there and how the state the government is still saying, no, 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 you're going to proceed incredibly carefully. Businesses are still being crushed. Restaurants, you can only open, blah, blah, blah. There have been five new deaths in the last 14 days in Sacramento County, which in its region of several million people is the hardest hit. That's 0.3 people per 100,000. I could do that math for you, but it'll take three weeks. I'm sorry, it'll take six weeks for one whole person to die of the bat fever in the Sacramento region. Now, one person over the course of a month and a month and a half, and and they're shutting down the economy in Sacramento County, even 20%. How can you conceivably justify that? Well, because if this thing spreads like crazy, those numbers will rise. Yeah, well, I tell you what, why don't we wait and see, as Georgia, for instance, uh, has has not seen an explosion in deaths and hospitalizations. Oh, but they've had a rise in cases. Yeah, that's because they're testing more people. It's just that the... I don't know. It's it's getting into a pretty weird territory um, that it's continuing like this. I mean, because we were saying... very this, weird and disturbing. We were saying this several weeks ago. Why is it still this way? Well, and listen, you know, where I don't do you think want to we're go? pushing back hard enough. You, you want to go to the L.A. area just uh, for the sake of it because it's been hit harder. Um, there is San Bernardino County, a uh, total of 45 deaths in the last two weeks. I mean, people die of, of, of bobcat attacks in those numbers. Kern County, uh, just to the north of the L.A. region, 14 new deaths in the last 14 days. Riverside County has taken it in the chops, but it's only 74 deaths in the last 14 days, 3.0 per 100,000. And then the Sacramento region, which we were talking about a little earlier, um, the, the number of counties all over the place, uh, Placer County, which is a very populous suburban county and goes into rural, zero deaths in the last 14 days. El Dorado County, big suburban county, zero deaths in the last 14 days. How about uh, Calusa County, zero deaths in the last 14 days. 
Yuba County. I'll do one more for you just for fun. Zero deaths in the last 14 days. Zero. This is such an interesting study in power gained and not released. Um, and, and I hope everybody's paying attention to it and learning from it. I doubt it, but I hope it. It's disturbing. I'd say. I'd say. I'm surprised there aren't more people that haven't just opened up, who haven't just... If you listen to mostly the left-wing media, you are terrified, more or less. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Fear porn, and since Trump said open the economy, everybody to the left of Mitt Romney has to line up and scream, no, 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 we can't open up because of Trump. But it's just, it's, it's Looney Tunes, and it's scary. Uh, a lighter look at uh, the coronavirus, how people are spending their lockdown time. At the top, using social media. Yeah, we're all doing that. Then sleeping, maybe more of that. At the very bottom, though, people are doing it. 8% of people are dancing mm. during the coronavirus to spend their time coronavirus. As, as you know, I've gotten heavily into taxidermy. Dancing. Can I stuff your cat for you? It's still alive. <laughs> oh, gee. Let's not quibble. In a fun day, the stories we've heard, some make you cry and some are absurd. It's time. Let's hear from our friends on the ANG crew. Sean's many words, Michelangelo's view. It's time. Last but not least is our friend Jack and Joe. Happy to work, but ready to go. It's time for final thoughts. Oh, I like that last note. Oh, so groovy. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought. Okay, my idea for a restaurant, Joe. I call it the Manwich Shop. It's toasted sloppy joes, hot macaroni cheese, beer or soda, and you wear a bib. That's it. <laughs> and what's it called? The Manwich Shop. The Manwich Shop. Instead right? of sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Get it? Good. Shark Tank will take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with our verdict. Positive Sean, a final uh, thought for us. Franklin, a.k.a. Frank A. Grimes Sr., or Grimey, was an employee of the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant and self-declared enemy of Homer Simpson. Ah. He said of Homer Simpson after being invited over to his house, I'm saying you're what's wrong with America, Simpson. You coast through life, you do as little as possible, and you leech off decent, hardworking people like me. If you lived in any other country in the world, you'd have starved to death long ago. <laughs> you're a fraud. A total fraud. All I can picture is Maggie's arch enemy, the uh, the baby with the, the unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Jack, a final thought for all of us? I don't know. I get I get No, I don't. I got I got no final thoughts. <laughs> you got nothing for us. I got nothing. I'm done with this week. You know, my final thought is kind of heavy. It's uh watch out for news about China over the weekend because I know you uh y- y- y'all generally will will take it easy on taking in news over the weekend and you should. You ought to relax and enjoy yourselves and your family, but China's sending signals, and and they don't take the weekend off, and they're doing some hanky stuff right now. Well, and Trump's announcing something about China today, which I'm really interested in seeing what it's going to be. That's right. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for all the podcasts we talked about. Yes, the the podcast about the Swiss brothels, probably worth a listen, among others. Plus, you know, if you missed a segment of the show, it's all there, armstrongandgetty.com. There's some great A&G swag. Give yourselves presents. Buy something for yourself. You deserve it. I want to remember what we said, but I don't think I can be caught listening to my own podcast. It just seems weird. 
Who's going to catch you? God bless America. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Time. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.